Welcome to episode 13 of the Thermopolis podcast with me, Smita and Rajesh. Hi, Rajesh. Namaste again, madam. We did it. We did it. We did it. We did. We finished Hind Swaraj by the time it was happy birthday to you, to Sri Gandhiji. Yes, we did. And I feel like it's just the beginning. And I'm seeing Gandhi in a completely new light. Everything I come across, I'm now hearing Gandhi's words echoing through my mind. The indoctrination is complete then. Our job here is done. Time to pack up. Well, I don't always agree with all the words all the time. Well, fortunately, we are his students, not his disciples. And that is exactly what we set out to do, didn't we? Look at Gandhi and see what he means today. And in that process, you're right. We are bound to continue. So you mean... I mean, let's start at the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. Beginning of what? Hey, Baba, going back to why we decided to read Hind Swaraj in the first place. Ha, huh, which was to explore dharma by reading some of the great explorers of that concept in modern times. Yes, Gandhiji was one of them, but so were many others. Tagore, Ambedkar, the list is pretty impressive. It is, and now that Swaraj is more likely to be used by Swarajamag and other conservatives than anyone on our end of the spectrum, we need to take Gandhi out of his straitjacket. If you see a Gandhi on the road, kill him. Chi chi chi. I should not say that even in jest. It's borrowed from a famous Zen saying, I didn't make it up, I promise. But I think it's time for us to ask where we can go beyond Gandhi by standing on his shoulders. Ah, I see the Hind Swaraj effect sitting on the shoulders of giants and all. We have plenty of material to work upon. Gandhi statues are being taken down in Ghana and elsewhere. The man does have some baggage. Well, don't we all? My baggage would fill a super tanker. I'm less concerned about the specifics of what he said and more about the system that flowed out of those specifics. But some of those specifics are pretty damning. Yeah, I agree. The younger Gandhi had bad things to say about some people. Black people, to be precise. And that's why the protesters want to remove Gandhi's statue in Ghana. Because of what he said and because he was basically racist in his youth. He was, but he later changed his opinion and regretted what he said. Too little, too late. We're hearing this I was young defense a lot these days, you know, even if one were 59 years young. Uh, but seriously, the students and other protesters in Ghana are saying, why celebrate others' heroes when their own are forgotten? I totally understand the impulse, but I do think that they are being a tad bit unfair. Gandhi was more than just a hero for Indians. Many African nations, including Ghana, looked up to Gandhi for his role in the Indian independence movement. He was an inspiration to Kwame Nkrumah, the first president of Ghana, persuaded the British to grant Ghana its independence, becoming one of the first African nations to do so. And moreover, the Gandhi, older Gandhi, uh, was more generous. I would like to grow old that way myself, you know? I agree with what you're saying, but even the older Gandhi was pretty conservative. Doesn't he want people to stay where they have been for centuries? He says that in Hinswaraj too, that idealized version of India, the tendency of the Indian civilization is to elevate the moral being, that of the Western civilization is to propagate immorality. And what about his opinions on caste? Huh. I agree with you. Wallace sympathize with Gandhi's view that unbridled competition is bad for nature and society. There's got to be a better way of making that work than creating a casteist society. The Indian civilization is perfect. Gandhi is so easy to appropriate today. Indeed. And while everyone is happy to forget the radical Gandhi, 
कुछ तो करना पड़ेगा आम आदमी रिस्पॉन्स मांगता है Well, flowers do take longer to convince than guns, but does that make flowers conservative? I'm not contrasting flowers with guns. I'm contrasting flowers with reason. Sabki? Matlab if we are rationally convinced that a social practice is wrong, we can pass laws to that effect. Why wait until everyone's changed their mind after they've been influenced by soul force? Hmm, I do see your argument. I mean if casteism for example is wrong, Why is it my responsibility to convince the casteists otherwise? You know, let them face the law directly instead. Then again, as Gandhi points out, there's no guarantee that the law is an instrument of freedom rather than oppression. Well, you know, that might be his experience, but Ambedkar, for example, had more trust in the law than Gandhi did. I mean, at least for Dalits. So, so what's better? You mean the liberal state or ancient tradition? Uh, here's the problem as I see it. Either one goes back to some pristine Ram Rajya where Indian civilization was perfect, or one goes into a f- perfect future of technological modernity. Somehow, I'm not happy with either choice. Neither am I, really. I mean, in Hind Swaraj, we saw a critique of the latter, of technological modernity. but we need to read a deep critique of the former as well perfect and that's what we're going to do in our next reading which is bhimrao ambedkar's annihilation of caste indeed all the modern secular liberal state has offered protections and guarantees to dalits and other oppressed peoples certainly more so than the last 1000 years of indian history true but before we go there we need to understand the deep nature of caste oppression and the and the struggle for that legislature you know ramchandra guha in one of his speeches said this In the first half of the 20th century India needed both Ambedkar and Gandhi and today in the first half of the 21st century India still needs both Ambedkar and Gandhi but for different reasons in different proportions and with different emphasis Wow 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 he's a dharmapolitan and he doesn't know it Are adarsh liberal dharmapolitan hai wo anyway but the essential difference is that Gandhi wanted to reform hinduism in his later years ambedkar rejected hinduism as the basis of the whole problem of caste and then there's that fundamental difference in how the two saw indian villages indeed but before we go that far let's slow down and read annihilation of caste and then we can do the full comparison and choose the best bits and reject the rest we don't reject we just learn from those indeed and with that let's sign off Do subscribe to us on SoundCloud or iTunes and soon on Google Play as well. Until next time, Jai Hind and Jai Bheem. Ciao.